What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Kick Out at Three podcast. We made it. We're at episode 50. This is the WrestleMania yes. review. And always, I'm your editor in chief, Nick. And this is Mike. This is Dees. And this is Randall. LaMarcus will be joining us shortly. You know, the bastard that, that actually went to the event. So. Um, yeah, he just teleported there. He didn't say. He said he was with. He said he was with a friend. We're at dinner in Tampa at WrestleMania. <laughs> Talking like, about man, this weather here is terrible. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like it's sunny out here. What are you talking about? I was like, that's uh, I was like, I look out the window when he texts that, and I was like, there's not a cloud in the sky. What's he talking about? I look on his social media. I was like. What? <laughs> he didn't give us a warning or hey guys, I got tickets or no nothing. He just got up and was like, all right, I'm going. He just was there. I think he was there the whole time, to be honest with you. Rude. <laughs> but um WrestleMania night one, night two. Kick out at three starts now. All right, so WrestleMania returned to Tampa this year. Uh, last year, there were no fans, but this year it was at Raymond. Raymond what stadium? What was it called? Raymond, Raymond James Raymond Stadium. James Raymond James. Okay, yeah. So I was going to say Ray Romano Stadium. Um, Whoa. <laughs> You're not funny. Boo. No. Fuck you, Boo. I am funny. Um, <laughs> so Motherfucker, Tamina got a bigger pop than that joke. Yeah, and she deserved it too. I don't like that joke. Okay, we're gonna stop recording. You know, it's screwed. So, first match on the card. Well, first of all, honest opinion. What did y'all think of the host of the evening, uh, Mike uh, Gold, Titus O'Neil, Hulk Hogan? Oh, it's awkward. It was immediately uncomfortable. That, that's about all. Yeah, don't don't nasty. Don't even ask me. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Awkward, uncomfortable, <laughs> overcompensating for anything. I mean, you know, if I may, I that that's really sad because that is Hulk freaking Hogan, right? Um, that's what's left of him, and it's really sad that Titus O'Neil gets a bigger pop. I mean, not that Titus doesn't deserve a pop, not that Hogan doesn't deserve a scrutiny, but it just goes to show you how one, you know, f up can can mess you up, especially in today's society. I'm not saying it's for better or worse. I'm just, damn, he's he's damn near Bill Cosby. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, think about the significance he has on the culture of wrestling, as like Bill did on the culture of black people, for lack of a better term. And now look at where he's at, you know. And Hogan ain't there, but he sure as hell, he, he didn't seem like he was all that welcome at WrestleMania. He got booed. He, he got legitimately booed. got booed. He got booed. He got booed. He got booed harder than Logan Paul. That's saying something. That's yeah. saying something. Because we'll, fuck Logan we'll Paul. Get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently fuck Hogan too. <laughs> I don't like that, but it is what it is. I mean, he. It felt like his. It felt like his little banner when they showed him should have said Hulk Hogan. See, guys, he's not racist anymore. Right. 
Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I, part of me just wanted them to keep panning to Booker T for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, just pan over to Booker T. Just because Booker's still coming for him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and they did. <laughs> um, we were just making jokes. What if Booker just opted up with an axe kick? Just wham, right in mid, right in mid promo. Axe kick the shit out of Hogan. I don't know if Hogan be able to take that bump. Yeah. It'll take like five years to get to the ground. That was just oh, no. He'll get that. to the ground quick. He'll get up a lot slower, though. Nope. <laughs> well, y'all, like, I know they were going for the pirate costumes because Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but Hulk Hogan yeah. came out looking like Captain Crunch and. Straight up. I, I Straight up Captain Crunch. Well, Bret Hart does that a lot, too. So, whatever. We <laughs> are coming out looking like Michael Jackson and Captain Crunch <laughs> at the same time. But if, so the night started off with the WWE Championship with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, this was this actually to me delivered. It was what I was expecting, like two powerhouses going at it. But also, I was more expecting more of Claymore here. Uh, spear here, Hurtlock here, Hurtlock attempt here. But I mean, we only got once he got the Hurtlock on that one time. It was it, right? Yeah, that yeah. was that was it. So, but uh, Bobby Lashley retains full. Uh, sorry, Hurtlock dead center of the ring. Drew passes out, retains the WWE title. I was going to be. So pissed if Bobby Lashley lost. People were actually cheering. Bobby got a pretty good pop, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why you need fans in the stadium. Because now you can, you don't have, we, they're not pushing their agenda on us anymore and piping in the boos or the cheers for who they think they should. Now we can actually say who we want. But, but, um, I love this match. I thought it was good. Um, the right person won. It was the right call. I love Bobby Lashley is the unstoppable force, the the WWE champion. Well deserved. He got his um, got his WrestleMania moment. I know that everybody was thinking like Drew. They're gonna give Drew his WrestleMania moment since fans are back in the stadium. And I'm I kind of saw where people were going with that, but I'm glad uh, Lashley retained. Uh, John, what do you think? I, I thought this was a great match. Um... It was really, really hard hitting. I honestly didn't know the ending was, I didn't know who was going to win. Uh, I genuinely thought Drew was going to walk out with the title at one point, And then Bobby started to, he started to be Bobby. And uh, I was genuinely, I don't know. It could have gone either way for me. Um, the ending felt a little weird, a little out of nowhere. Uh, MVP distraction, the shouting, I mean. Yes. Mm-hmm. It definitely felt like they were leaving the window open for another match. Because he didn't he didn't beat him clean. You know, he was distracted. Right. But uh Drew doing the Kimura, I love that. I think he because he does it really well. He did. It looks a few times very legit. Series, right? Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh and then having Bobby kick out of three future shock DDTs is perfect. Just Bobby is unstoppable at this point. The only thing that's going to put him down is if Drew hits that Claymore. That's it. Right. So, yeah. That's a pretty good story you're telling is, I mean, the Claymore is what's going to beat him. And so Bobby did his best to avoid it. 
So. The Claymore is now what Daniel Bryan's running knee used to be. If he hits it, match over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, solid match. Probably like a A A minus for me. It was great. Mike. Uh yeah, same thing that John was saying. I did want to mention Drew. That was the fast I seen him run to get ready to jump over the top rope. Like I've never seen him move that fast before. But it was it was dope to see him go over the top. Um, and then that reversal when Bobby went for the spine buster, the one armed spine buster, and he kind of flipped it and reversed it into the Kimura. Yes. That was pretty dope too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean overall, I give the match probably like an A two. Because, I mean, I I was the main one. Y'all know I did not want this to be a Drew redo because I, I was going to burn down everything. I was not going to watch this product anymore. I probably would have turned it off because anybody got time for that again. You lost. <laughs> you lost. Man, you must the hurt, the hurt lock, lock in the middle of the ring and make him pass out. That, what's more definitive than that? Right. Step out. I was like, yeah, I, I like that. So. Randall, you said cap out. Yeah, make them surrender on their own. You know what I'm saying? Make them make the choice. Like, oh, I don't want no more. No mop. No mop. I like taking that power away from them. Like, nah, I'm just going to make you pass out. You ain't even got to tap. Go sleep. Go sleep before you. (laughs) That that makes me worry about you. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Randall, what you thought of the match? I thought it was fine. It, it was a little bit clunky at times, but I also kind of like that because sometimes you, you know, you get tired of these perfect matches. So um, the, the Drew dive was, was dope. I liked that a lot. I, I love that Bobby won. I I went in expecting Drew to, to win it again because I felt, I felt like they were going to, you know, keep him going. And honestly, I enjoyed his run, but um, I'm glad Bobby got the win. That's who I wanted to win. And I, I agree. I love that he won with the hurt lock. I love that he won with him passing out because I, I wouldn't see Drew McIntyre tapping out, but I could see him going unconscious, you know, in a, you know, because he's just too strong. He's too passionate yeah. to tap out. Steve Austin style. Yeah, protect, protect him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, like, oh, I, I didn't tap out. I passed out. And to be honest with you, Drew could always still win it back at SummerSlam. He didn't need another WrestleMania moment. We could. So um, I was fine with it. I, I give it. I mean, I ain't gonna grade it, but I liked it. So. I do feel bad that the entirety of Drew's run was in front of no fans. That kind of sucks for him. Yeah, but he made yeah. it work. But he made it work, though. Like he had yeah, he great matches. Though. He had great matches with Roman, Randy, um, who is AJ. He had a match with AJ. Anyone can have a good match with AJ. He had a good match with Dolph at Extreme Dolph. Rules. That match was uh, his, that match was really. I love the SummerSlam match with Randy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and he could always win the belt back. I mean, damn, it happens all the time. So, I ain't tripping at all. I just, uh, I hope, I hope Bobby gets a fairly good run, and I hope that he. I don't. When I say book stronger, I don't mean him just winning a matches. I mean the storyline leading into him this match was silly because he shouldn't be needing the help of Boren Corbin of all people, especially after you got rid of the, you know, the hurt business, which then again, they failed too. So, right. you know, it's, it's, I hope they do him better in that way, but 
especially if fans are going to be cheering him anyway. Fair. Is a Herlock the best, the most protected finisher in WWE today? No, no. And we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm about to say. I know what it is, but mm, I mean, we know what it is. One of the most protected, but it's not the most protected. Gotcha. It, it's it's only a matter of time before somebody breaks it. That's yeah. why they're somebody's gonna yank their arms down, and then that's gonna be that. Not also, I'm not. Tri- I'm not tripping. It's just the master lock, right? It's just a full. It's just a master lock. Right? Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, Billy Jack Haynes used it back in the day. Hercules Hernandez. It's the full Nelson. I love the move. I love it when you put it on and make it like it hurt. Yeah, I love it when you put it on your little sister. And <laughs> uh, maybe you, because you have a little sister. My sister. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we're gonna keep it moving. Uh, the women's tag gauntlet. Uh, for me, this was yeah. The, keep it moving. This was the to me. This is the weakest match of the card of both yeah, nights, in my opinion. Moving. So. Um, the winner of the gauntlet was uh, Natalia and Nia Jax. There were several interesting moments in this thing. Um, well, we're going to start with the elephant in the room with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke walking down to the ring and Mandy slipping and pretty much busting her ass on the entrance ramp. Um, it wasn't even that bad. Wait, really. that's the elephant? No, I'm gonna get. No, I'm gonna get to the bigger elephant in a second. Oh, well, I was gonna say that must be the baby elephant because. No, I get to. Well, to me, the bigger elephant is. Okay, Lana missed that kick by a mile. Thank you. By yeah, it was really, mile. really bad. Like, thank you. That was bad. And so, yeah. Like, gosh, I'm trying with Lana. I'm, we'll, we'll let Randall get to his rant in a minute, but. I'm trying with Lana. I really, 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 really am. But uh, I, I like Lana better as a mouthpiece. Thank Take you. her out of the ring. Exactly. Yeah, I, I get it. She wants to be a wrestler, but you're trying and you're trying. It's just not working. I, I'm sorry. Like I'm not telling her to give up on her dreams or anything because that sounds like very harsh. But but Maybe. give up on your dreams. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy that Natalia and Tamina won because I mean Natalia, veteran and the veteran in the, in the in the division, and Tamina. Why? How long has she been in WWE without a title? Oh, eleven years. Well, Man, I'm not gonna lie. I really wanted the Riot Squad to win this, like really, really bad. They were the only team that match besides um Dana Brooke. No, that's it. Nope. They they, they got, got thrown. No, they got thrown together. Yeah, all these tag teams were thrown together except for the Rise Squad. It makes no they sense. The only won. team that's like legitimate, like a legitimate team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, but uh, yeah. So uh, to me, this is the weakest match in the card. I mean, for Naomi, for Natty, for Tamina, for Riot Squad. Um, <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Um. Yeah, the, the the Lana kick, I, I was, I kind of, I, oh my god, I just, I just checked out after that. I was like, what the hell are we doing? Why is she in the ring? Someone get her out of there now. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, the Ride Squad really should have won. That's who I had winning the whole match, but I, I guess, I guess not. But again, Tamina and Natty would have been the second choice that only made sense, but at the same time, 
Did it make sense though? No. Yeah, they're the new legacy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of that, that made me remember. Um, I like how they said we're we're done living off our family names. We're gonna make a name for ourselves. Oh we got my it. god! I mean, here comes Tamina with the with the big nigga Super Fries. Oh, and Natty and the Sharpshooter. Yeah. <laughs> I was and, like, and she's wearing the Heart the... Family logo. Yeah. What was, what was the move that the British Bulldog and uh... Heart Attack? Yeah, they did that. Well, that's that's not the British Bulldogs. That's the Heart Foundation. That's uh, that's Brett and Night and Jim. Night Brett and Anvil. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Bulldog did running power slam. Yes. Well, they still did the heart attack, and I was like, "So yeah. we not living off?" Fa- okay. Ju- juicy contradiction. Mm-hmm. John. Mm-hmm. Oh. This um this was a dumb match. It was straight up dumb, but it was mostly fun. If this is a match that is for people who don't really watch wrestling, uh, for the wrestling. I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, control, hot take, controversial opinion, Billy Kay won me over. I, I actually really like Billy Kay now. Not as a wrestler, but as a character. Yes. Billy Kay. So I mean, dumb. <laughs> I don't mean, okay, I don't mean to cut you off, but Billy Kay has actually been one of like the entertaining comedic things about SmackDown. When they broke up the Iconics, I was worried about Billy Kay being lost in the shuffle. But ironically, it's been the other way yes. around. And Peyton yes, Royce exactly. Can, and Peyton Royce can wrestle. She can wrestle quite well, in my opinion. But I don't know what's going on with that situation. That's a different topic for another time. But Billy Kay passing out her resume to everybody. <laughs> yes. Sitting in our commentary. She, I was like, why is Billy Kay commentating this match? This match has nothing to fucking do with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's looking for something to do. She doesn't care what it is. Fuck it. So. Um, yeah, this this match it was okay. Riot Squad, Riot Squad should have won. Uh, I'm okay with Tamina and Natty winning because I like Natty so much. Tamina is also a wrestler. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this gets a solid C for me. Like it was, it was clearly a piss break match. That was it. The end. True. Randall, the floor is yours. Oh, all right, you. you. A lot of pressure. All right, we get ready. Wear my ass out, but I'm gonna pause this. Um, so Lana, I Lana, look, I know that you're trying to like guilt trip us into liking you. Um, but like, no, no, like I'm I'm cool on you. I'm not gonna go into a hardcore rant about her. Well, okay, yeah, I am. She is. I call, I'm, a, I'm gonna start calling. <laughs> I'm gonna call her the juicer. And the reason I call her that is because she, and I guess they want to put her towards anybody that we might seem to like or respect to try and drain their juice, basically. She'll even start dressing like them poorly, whatever the hell. She'll start, like, change her attire, come out to their music. She's always the, she's the, she's, the, you know what? She is actually doing the same thing Billy Kay is doing. She's just not successful. Because she's constantly getting a brand new tag team partner to try and bite off of, whereas Bit, Billy Kay, I guess, annoys him too much. But I mean, hell, she was out there with Carmella having a good match. So I feel sorry for Naomi, but you know what? I want to have a real quick conversation about Naomi, real quick. 
Is Naomi a good... Do we love Naomi because she's a good wrestler or do we love Naomi because she's Naomi? Because we like to say she deserves more, but we've never seen her in a position where she's had these great matches with like your Sasha's and Bailey's, And then when she was champion, she was facing Lacey Evans and Lana. So... I don't know. I might have just went off on a, on a tangent. Do you she, answer that? No. I don't think she had. A, I don't think she had a feud. I don't think she had a feud with a horsewoman, did she? Any of the horsewomen. She they always know. miss each other. They're always on opposite shows every time. She had that one match with Charlotte, and that ended in a DQ for some reason. Yeah, yeah her, her and match. Becky were both faced when they were on SmackDown together. Yeah, hmm. yeah, they've never been on opposite sides. And, and to ask Sasha, your question, oh, go ahead. And her and Sasha never been on the same show. Ironic for yeah. some yeah. Unless they're on Team Bad. Unless they're on Team Bad, yeah. And uh, Randall, to ask you a question, I feel like she's a good wrestler. I just think she hasn't gone up against anybody because, like we just said, with all the horsewomen on the opposite shows or they're both faced at the same time, we don't get that. But if I recall, that Charlotte and Naomi match was pretty good. I think it was on SmackDown. I can't remember. But it was it was a pretty good um, match, but that, I feel like that's why we say she deserves more. If we if we can get her in a good match instead of fighting Lana, I think we would be and maybe get her a new finisher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she review, had a good she had a new finisher for a little bit, and then we went back to the rear view, and I was like, just do have her do the springboard the corner thing off this corner. She might have hurt herself, that. you know. Or she. Oh had, yeah. But then she had this little. Standing bulldog thing, have her do that. Like she could give her the what? What does Morrison do? The Starship Pain? Give her that. Join the corkscrew it. Just just the moonsault. I don't even have to corkscrew it. Just yeah. Well, okay. So basically, my point is is that they will throw Lana on in there with anybody who kind of has some momentum but ain't doing nothing. And so only a matter of time before Lana and it's only a matter of time before Lana and they only break up. For unexplained reasons. Either way, I'm over the Lana thing. Um, the match was okay. I too wanted the Riot Squad to win just because they are the only semi moderately established team. Keep in mind, the Riot Squad was thrown together too when they first were put together. They were just, and they even split up and got put back together, and they're still missing Sarah yeah. Logan. Mm-hmm. I love Sarah Logan so much. I, I love all three. Well, yeah. I love all three of them for different reasons. Yeah. But Either way, I was really campaigning for them. I knew it was going to end up being Natalia and and uh, Tamina. And I didn't dislike that as much as I just want the Riot Squad to win. Plus, you have real baby faces versus heels. But I've also seen Shayna choke out. I don't know. Shayna, Shayna done punked them around, you know, a few too many times. So I, I'm kind of cool on that, too. I kind of want to see somebody in there who looked like they were going to really pose a threat to either Nia or Shayna. Which the Riot Squad, unfortunately, I, I don't, I ain't there. No, no. Now, if if Natty and Tamina would have won, then I could see the Riot Squad challenging and possibly taking them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would also that's part of why we always talk about you know them taking the belts off of Shayna and 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 Nia yeah. for that reason. So you so that. We actually have like some people that, that are believable as far some people that can be beaten, basically. Exactly. Because I I, I haven't forgotten that Shayna Baszler took out everybody in the Elimination Chamber by herself. Everybody. everybody and yeah. if you can do that, you don't need tag team partners. 
Exactly. And then Nia Jax, Nia Jax. So why? Yeah, why well, well, well. Nia needs Shayna more than Shayna needs Nia. Nia is a charisma vacuum. She has negative charisma. I'm sorry. She used to have some until she punched my baby girl in the face. I knew that's where you were going. Okay. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. Yeah, you you just got you just got beef with Nia. That's all. I, I do. I do. And, and honestly, that's a, that's what a lot of people' problem is. Nia is fine. Nia is not really like even even in injuring a few people. It's not like she's just this bad performer. No, Nia plays a good role when they have her in a good role. Right. Hell, she put Lana through a table what eleven times, and Lana didn't get hurt. Well, <laughs> actually, didn't she get that injury because it was supposed to be she got Oscar? She did get hurt. <laughs> It was, it was her leg. She had to be written off. You gotta take that one back. I, I, I don't love that Naya's defining characteristic is fat. I don't love that. True. Because anytime Natty tried for the sharpshooter, she had to strain because she's so fat. I do not like that. Well, you, you, you didn't. I'm gonna say she, she's the current day Bertha Faye. That's fair. That's fair. But I feel you though. It's one of those things where it gives us kind of like okay. But I mean, she's not gonna lose weight, that... right? Like yeah. switch that around as far as to cut some weight, and it would it would actually hurt her if she cut. Well, I don't know. I just feel like that 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 she would become like a lot of the other women if she was a skinny chick. No, yeah. I'm not telling. I'm not saying she she should lose weight. I'm saying they should find something else about her. Like she's I don't know strong or tall. Well, they, 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 I feel like they do that too. But I will say, I think she's more entertaining as a person, at, 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 as opposed to like the Nia Jax character on TV. Wait, what the fuck? There it goes. Okay, <laughs> rate this five stars. So, <laughs> next match, next match, we got Seth Rollins and Cesaro. This is Cesaro's first one-on-one. WrestleMania match. He's either been in a tag team, a battle royale, or a ladder match. So good for him. Cesaro's been on a roll lately. He's been on fire. Actually had him winning the elimination chamber, but we saw how that went. Um, this match to me had the potential to steal the show for night one, and to me it did. This is for the wrestler. This is like the pure wrestling fans match, yes. if that makes sense. Yes. So yes. Uh, these two. Amazing chemistry, awesome chemistry. Um, the whole, I just think the whole funny with the thing with the beef was how we got here is Seth Rollins doesn't like being swung around. So, um, man, so dumb. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't care how we got here. I'm just happy we got here. So, uh, I mean, I don't like being swung around neither. So, <laughs> but I, 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 you, you talking that ish? I get it. I love this match. I thought it was fantastic. It, to me, it lived up to the hype. I thought they were kind of holding back because I think we're going to come back to this probably WrestleMania backlash. I cannot believe that's what that pay-per-view is called. Um, yeah, what the fuck is that? That was lazy. So I'm like, so we're this is goofy. Have like, why? <laughs> Actually, that was over. That was that was over. That was over dramatic. Just leave it at backlash. Why you got to at WrestleMania backlash? Well, it, I mean, it kind, it kind of makes sense because the majority of the card is just going to be rematches from WrestleMania. Yeah, but don't make that 
obvious though with the title. We we already know that too. So why are you even fucking with it? Like <laughs> it doesn't make me any more or less excited. It makes it makes me less excited. Full on less excited. I do not want to see this. It's just, it's just it's extra to say for no reason. That's what I was about to say. Why do I have to add WrestleMania backlash? Why can't I just say backlash? Yes, we know what it is. We were there. Lamarcus was definitely there. That's why he's still, that's why he still ain't here. <laughs> you gonna fuck around and find out he's still he's still out in Tampa. <laughs> So Cesaro, Cesaro actually spun Seth Rollins around for the record twenty three times. This match had uppercuts, um, even a cork. What did Seth Rollins do? Was that a three sixty corkscrew splash? Splash, whatever. I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a spinning frog splash. That's all it was. Right, no big deal. But. um, let him do a Phoenix Flash. That'll blow me away. Uh, I thought the Phoenix Flash was sexy. I, I, I was all right. Now, what I thought was cool was how Seth ran, runs past um, Cesaro, and he hooks the leg, and he just kicks him upside the head like that. I was like, when we start doing this, that was cute. Oh, yeah. He came back. Mm-hmm. That yeah, cool. that's a, uh, that's an old low-key move. I like that. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Um Seth didn't get the stop though. Cesaro neutralized him twice, spun around 23 times. Cesaro wins his first one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Um, Lamarcus, welcome. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so, Live from Tampa. Right. <laughs> I'm back home now. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> That's why he ain't on camera yet. I'm trying to figure how this works. Nah, don't play dumb now. You... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out real quick. I'm trying. It's been a long day. It's new. <laughs> yeah. I, I... John, what do you think of Cesaro and Seth Rollins? Uh, I was really hyped for this match because I've seen them fight in ROH and they always put on a clinic. The story's not always there, but the storytelling is always there if that makes any sense they always they always piece together a good match and they did not uh let me down this time which was great um let's see what do i have no so i don't think i really took notes on this it okay so going into this this felt like a big match for cesaro and i'm really happy that he's getting this push and i really hope they fucking do something with him this time because last time he got this kind of a push, they gave him the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, and that was it. Yeah. He was in the IC title picture for a hot second. I don't think he ever won it. And um, then he was back to tagging with no ones and feuding with Sheamus over nothing. Hey, those so, matches were good with Sheamus. That's the seven? Yeah. Was, that's the problem. Sheamus and or both Sheamus and both Cesaro, they, they both put on great matches, but great matches. no nothing ever comes of it for them. Like Sheamus got the title and got booed out of the building. Which I didn't understand. I love that he won, honestly. Right? Yeah. I'm actually okay with Sheamus winning the belt. Yeah. But Cesaro, I don't see them putting the t- big belt on him anytime soon. Um, because he doesn't really have a character 
I think his character a, is he's a good wrestler. Not yet, at least. I yeah, they got to do something with him first. I think he'll feud with Roman for a little bit because until Big E is put into that story. So I think Cesaro might feud with Roman for a little bit. But um, I, I, you know what? I, I'd, I'd fuck with uh, Cesaro feuding with Big E just for a hot second to determine number one contender. Do that. I was about to say that. Yeah, run it. I, I would love like to see him. I feel, I feel like Cesaro, if he just was going, would go heel basically and just be like, I'm underappreciated here and just run with that. He's done oh, before. He's done that before, though. Yeah. yeah, but now with a bigger, not bigger platform, but the way he is now and more people are actually paying attention to him, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. that. But see, yeah. that's exactly why he shouldn't go heel. Oh. Oh. Because he because he he has fan support. When he goes heel, they cheer for him anyway. So why yeah. even fool with that? And it's not like he's a strong enough character to still piss people off after turning heel. Maybe Cesaro got the fan base though. So instead of being heel, it's more of just like not giving a fuck, basically. Tweener. Stone Cold. It's what he yeah. should do. Yeah. I, I think he should I think he should just be this kind of in you know, just just be Cesaro. I know that sounds goofy. But and not everybody has to be world champion either. True. Um, That's true. He can be a really good intercontinental champion, you know, or just be a top challenger. But no, he doesn't have to be uh, WWE champion. And he hell, he could always go back to NXT. No one even think about that. That's true. Oh, it'd be some good ass matches if he did. Cesaro along with the fan base that he already has. That that's gonna make sure they tune in to see Cesaro versus Killer Cross. Yeah, I like that. Cesaro and Pete Dunn? Shit. Oh. Or he could go show up on U- NXT UK. Walter. Walter. Woo! Yeah. Woo! They could have that. They could recreate the Daniel Bryan with the Wyatt family feud. Oh, will, like him um, penetrate. Will he join? Will he not join? Yeah. Yeah. That could be good. Oh. Marcus, what do you think of Cesaro? I'll be listening. <laughs> oh, it's cool, man. Um, I'm all for like how they they put on a solid match for sure, uh, especially that built up to Mania. So and they they actually delivered on the match and everything. So I was highly satisfied with it. And before we go any further, you were actually there. So talk to us about the. And I got minutes. questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you: Did you have to leverage the mortgage on your home to get here? Did you have to give up your firstborn son? <laughs> or did you just go ahead and pawn those those stolen pearls from Martha? Like, how did we get to Mania? Like, what is nowhere? By the way, it was really out of nowhere. I linked up with Nightcrawler or some shit, and y'all were just like, "Let's go." <laughs> it was very odd. Um, jumper and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I just got on work Friday, and I was like, "Man, Mania's tomorrow." So. I was just bored when I got home, so I was like, I looked up prices to see how much the tickets were. They actually wasn't bad, so it's like, okay, maybe I can do this just for a day at least. Uh, so that's what I did. So I found some tickets for about fifty bucks. Whoa! Yeah, fifty bucks. $50. I found t- yeah fifty. So I found tickets for fifty. So I got that out the way. So I started looking to like. Um, I was actually going to just drive down there, but I was like, yeah. That's a long-ass drive. Yeah, I looked up, looked up the time distance. Like 15 hours? 15 hours from here. Yeah. So I had, I had issues getting a rental car, so 
that didn't fall through. So I just got a plane ticket at the very last minute. It was that I paid more for the plane ticket there and back than the tickets itself. So, yeah, I was gonna say don't drive. I wouldn't recommend it. Very ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of iffy about driving, but um, I just got the plane tickets round trip and booked the hotel um overnight and before i knew it i was there this motherfucker said i was bored and went to wrestlemania when i'm bored i turn on my ps4 what the hell <laughs> <laughs> all those video games and toys he got going on back there he got bored and still went to wrestlemania also, you couldn't have shot your boys a text, but like, hey, I found tickets for 50 bucks. <laughs> $50. <laughs> $50, man. Shit, I would have drove in your ass myself. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I got a Jeep. We could have made this work. How <laughs> <laughs> was the rain delay? Oh, man. Was it was like, raining so much. It was raining so much. It was like, I couldn't really do much when I got down there, but because I got down there Saturday and it was just like, it kept raining a lot. I'm like, man, I don't know about this. Then it rained Sunday. So luckily, when Mania started Sunday, it cleared up by the time it started. That was so, good. Yeah, by the time that cleared out, everything was straight from there. So pretty much at the um, Sunday after Mania, that's when I pretty much got to explore really Temple. But other than that, it was raining most of the time we was there. So welcome to Florida. Right, yeah. I didn't. Know, <laughs> I didn't know it rained that much. This was just a bad week. So I grew up, I grew up in Florida. you can set your watch. John, did, John, didn't you grow up in Florida? Yeah, I grew up in Miami. You can set your watch by the rain. It rains every day at four p.m. Like on the dot. Wow, it's crazy. I've got mad. Like, why is raining so damn much down here? Yeah, hell, even even in the even during the summer, it's just like that too. Hell, yep. I was in Pensacola for the summer. It's just with rain. I was like, okay, guess I'm not going to the beach today. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, but um, it was cool. Um, they had everybody spaced out where we were sitting, so um, you're not really directly sitting close to anybody. There's like three seats next to you that's free. Then it's like a next group. Three seats empty. Next group, and the, the seats in front of you, like the row in front of you, is completely empty. So we're pretty spaced out. So you're you're pretty much safe as long as you wear your mask and stuff. If you're not drinking or eating. Yeah, I was reading that they capped the capacity at twenty five thousand spectators. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, pretty pretty safe. Yeah, it was safe. So it was straight. It wasn't bad at all. So. But but don't let that distract you from the fact that he was bored. So, yeah, right. <laughs> Straight up, just, boy. So you ended up at WrestleMania. I wanted to travel, so I knew I had the time. So I'm like, let me just go do something, then I'll come right back. I'll miss a day at work on Monday. Then yeah, <laughs> just do something. You know, I ain't traveling like two or three years now. So he was, he was like, I got the itch. Well, no. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I, so I had to I do something. Scratch. <laughs> Mike. What would you, Cesaro Rollins, what'd you think? Sweet got <laughs> Welcome to Kick Out 3 Podcast, everybody. My name is Mike. And, oh, Raiders five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so Seth and Cesaro. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Uh, like you guys said, it was basically for the wrestlers. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to enjoy this match. I thought it was sick when Seth went for the uh, stomp and then Cesaro reversed into the uppercut. I was like, oh, Jesus, his head. His head is gone. Mm-hmm. 
And I did have a question. How are they counting these swings? Is it like every time Seth passes a, a stationary object or is it just based off of what they think? Or Yeah, because they certainly got the count. My count and the count was not the same. Yeah, me too. Then it seemed like his slow, his swings got slower and they just kept they counting. Did. Like, and they kept so counting the same cadence. I was like, that's not how this works. Right. <laughs> you got to hit a certain spot in the ring and then count the number. Like, right. I was using the ref as a landmark. I was like, okay, one, two, <laughs> three. It was like, four, five, six. I was like, <laughs> It was a ref, and then it was a hard count. It, I mean, the hard cam. And then it was a rep, and then it was a hard cam. And then it was a rep, and then it was a hard cam. And I was like, okay, damn it, which one is it? Uh-huh. Oh. So I need them to learn how to count these swings. That, that was just my one pet peeve. But other than that, the match was fantastic. Randall? Um, I love the match. Um, I was like, uh, it's, a, it's a Ring of Honor special. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one particular spot that I have to talk about where he picked him up for the UFO. Man, oh man, did I pop because I've been waiting to see that move for a good 10 or so years because that was his move, one of his moves in Ring of Honor. The one where he put him on his shoulders and started doing airplane spin like torture and he let go and had his hands on his on his shoulder on his waist. Like he kept spinning with him on his shoulders, no on no hands. That is one of the sickest moves. And when I, when I saw him get him up on his shoulders, I lost it because I knew it was coming. And he, to me, he swung Rollins into orbit and then smashed him with that uh, neutralizer. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cesaro. Cesaro's been needing his shot for a minute. Again, I don't see him being the main event or nothing like that. But he's a dude that we've loved for far too long who we needs to get his flowers. Um, if you want to feed him to Roman, fine. But I, I enjoyed that match. Boom, shakalaka. That's really all I got. And I got a question. Wasn't there an older uh, older wrestler who used to do that too, the UFO? Not to my knowledge. Okay, so in ECW, Sandman used to do that with a ladder. He would put it over his head and spin right. around. But that's the closest I can think of anyone doing something like that. Yeah, the UFO, the unidentified flying opponent. I love that move. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, yeah it was dope. The match, like the, with the way the match ended, everybody's reaction, the crowd's reaction to Cesaro winning, to me, that was the like icing on the cake. And this emotion coming from Cesaro, I, I thought was pretty, pretty dope. So, yeah. but um, <sighs> Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, would take on AJ Styles and his bodyguard turned tag team partner, Omos. Oh, we, this is our first time seeing Omos in a ring in some capacity. He, I was really curious about how this was going to go. If you've ever seen, where did Lamarcus go? He's right there. Okay. Oh, there he is. So I think he froze a minute ago. So I thought the match was fun, especially with the New Day preventing AJ from tagging Omos. They let it let the build. I'm like, okay, just tag him. Tag him. Got to the point where the fans were cheering for Omos to get in the match. <laughs> and yeah. so. I thought that was pretty funny, but when Omos got the tag, whew, how tall is his brother again? Seven, seven, three? Seven, three, I think. So I was like, Oh, that's it. Two down tall. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> he's, he's billed at seven, three, weighing in at 400 pounds. So I was like, okay, so I was like, okay, how's this going to work? Is he great, Kali? Is this man actually going to move? And he started running the turnbuckles, and I was like, oh, 
okay. And then they would jump on them, bounce off, and it'll look like seeing from Ninja Turtles when they try to jump the shredder at the end. He would just drop an ass and, <laughs> and he did that that power slam or whatever to Kofi and Kofi's eyes are just glazed to the side and then AJ just like, no, 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 pin him, pin him and foot on the stomach and one, two, three, new Raw Tag Team Champions. AJ took a beating in this match. So he, he took a pretty good beating, but Omos impressed. I like how he looked like d from Def Jam Vendetta. Um, <laughs> 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 he did. He came up with the jacket and the blazer, like the suit and everything. I was like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I'm just glad he wasn't he did he wasn't rocking the turtleneck with the chain like everybody all of a sudden dressing like the Rock now. And I'm like, yeah, oh, what's up with that? <laughs> like it's a new trend. Back in style again or something. I don't get like, it. Like I I want to do it, but I you know I ain't swole. I like the match. I thought it was fun. Um, new day. They, I mean, shit. I mean, they won the titles like what? What? How many times now? Eleven. Eleven times. Oh, <laughs> That's a lot. So, I don't know how long Omos and AJ are going to hold it. This makes AJ finally a Grand Slam champion. I didn't realize he never won a tag team shot titles before before this match. Um, Marcus, what you think? Yeah, it's cool, um, but I don't think they're going to. Um, I just think the match was very. It, it wasn't that long. It was very short too. I don't know if that was just me or what. It was cool though, but. It was just short. It just seemed like it went by so fast. I know uh, it was an Omos thing in the ring for like the last few minutes and just dominated. But other than that, it's cool, but I just thought it was a short match. I, it's cool that they won the belts and everything, but I'm also wondering how long will they possibly have it? Because, you know, let's see if Omos can bring more into the ring, more matches, or what they're going to do from this point on. John? Uh, okay, so it was the shortest match of the night. It came in at 9 minutes, 45 seconds. Really? Um, Damn. AJ, AJ Styles is still my MVP. This this man could put on a great match with anyone. Uh, I'm not on the Omos train yet. He looks and reminds me of Giant Gonzalez so much. Yes. This guy looks, I, I don't know this for sure, but he looks useless. Like, I would not be surprised if they gave him the generic choke slam finisher because that's all he can do. Um, I don't, did he take a bump? I didn't, I didn't even see him take a single bump. Nope. Every time they hit him or kick him, he wasn't doing that. That's what I'm saying. Jury's still out on him, but this match was fun. It was pretty dumb. Uh, It was thankfully short. I was confused. Um, Are the New Day heel? Because no, they, they were, were definitely wrestling like heels. They were faces. They cut off the ring. They were talking smack. They were definitely wrestling like heels, which I love heel New Day. They're great. I love face heel day. They're great. It's fine. Uh, good match. Uh, probably a B. Solid, okay match. Moving on. I just thought it was funny where Omos finally got in the ring and they were hitting him and nothing were happening. And Omos was just standing there like when Cell finally hit his final form, the Z-Virus jump him, and he's like, oh, and he, he just not doing anything. I thought that was pretty funny. But, uh, Mike? Uh, y'all know I'm a, I'm a huge New Day fan. I've been on New Day fan train since day one. I remember going to one of the Raws um, and making the booty-o sign before they even made booty-o's really popular like that. And so 
it was great. I love seeing um, Big E come out and introduce them. It's mm-hmm. just a little sack of nostalgia right there. So um, that was that. And then, like John was saying, the commentary. I've always loved Xavier Woods ever since he was at Impact as Apollo. Uh, what was he? What was his name there? Apollo Creed. Apollo Consequences Creed. Creed. Consequence Creed. I loved him ever since he was there. He just his style of wrestling, the way he talks, and everything. And so to hear him pretty much doing his own commentary during the match was dope as hell. He was like, "We're cutting off the ring. You can't do anything, AJ. You can't do anything. You can't get the partner." I was like, "I love it." Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I just hate, I mean, I always hate to see New Day lose, but because I feel like it took them a lot of bullshit to get back to the title picture because it was always them chasing the title, chasing the title after, you know, Big E left. So I was like, all right. I just don't want them to go back down the totem pole because they deserve everything, in my opinion. That's just me personally. I just love New Day. Randall. Um, honestly, the match was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was going to be basically set, you know, the build up to almost, uh, you know, it's not just his debut. It's he, we know he's, he's clearly going to go in there and destroy things. He has to. So you got to build up to it. And, um, it went fine. I mean, the new day being the new day, Ton and AJ, and then when they finally got the tag, they sold in like, oh shit, he's actually in here. And then almost went in there and started, you know, um, Giant Gonzalez and everybody, or Ellie, whatever you want to call him, Eligante. But I don't <laughs> yeah, like okay. or dislike him. I don't like or dislike him, to be honest. Um, we'll just see where it goes. I don't, yeah, that's that's really all I got. It was, it, um, I can't, part of me wishes AJ had a better match at this year's WrestleMania. But uh, every you know every match isn't gonna be a, a a knockout. And to be honest, who the hell is he gonna work with at this point? Uh, right. Uh-oh. So his 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 supposed opponent spoke up. He said he didn't have time to train, and so he would call him every day for a match. And he said no. His opponent was supposed to be Triple H. Uh, Triple H. Uh, really? Triple H said an interview on podcast. This match. Triple H said in an interview on a podcast that he he called me every week for months to get this together. And he's like, I would I don't have the time to train and get ready for it. Watch them do that uh, next year. Watch. They're gonna do something like that next year. I need him to be ready by SummerSlam. Please, please don't do that. Please don't do that. I'd rather watch the match we got. And now he's saying he wants a retirement match for closure. Because first he didn't want a retirement match, now he wants one. So, well, but that's a different topic for another day about who puts Triple H down. So, Stephanie, have Stephanie put him down. <laughs> <laughs> that was going great. Be right back. Damn it, John. So, in a match that no one asked for. All because someone was called stupid. We have Shane. You have Shane McMahon against Braun Strowman in Brains versus Braun in a cage match. And to be honest, this match was better than it was supposed to be. Minus the minus the beginning, minus the beginning, because Elias and Commander Riker came out and. I know that's not his name, but his last name is Riker. So he's called Commander Riker now. But <clears throat> coming out in, we see, 
We've seen Braun Strowman flip over trucks. We've seen Braun Strowman flip over dumpsters, tear down sets. A couple of chairs, like a chair shot to the leg, completely immobilized him. What? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Yeah, because fuck <laughs> Lockridge, you know? Yeah, they, they, they softened him up real bad. I don't, I don't even... Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're trying to do with Braun to be honest, because nothing. He, he, he was nothing. so over at a point. Then now it's just like, what are y'all trying to do with him right now? Like, I don't know. I don't even feel about it either. This match also proved that. Okay, I think well, Culture Wrestling did a countdown of the worst punches in wrestling history. Who has the worst? The top ten performers have the worst punches. Shane McMahon is still. Number one. Number one. Number one. Without a, without a shadow one. of a doubt. This match also proved that. And in shoulders. Yeah. Yep. Um, this match was later, like, later on, it was what it was supposed to be. Braun Strowman destroying Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon was trying to make his way up the top of the cage, and he also was making his way down. And then Braun decided to grab him by the hand, put him through one of the, through one of the holes in the cage, and rip, rip the cage off of the... Just rip the cage down. Yeah. Threw Shane back in. That was kind of dope. Yeah. I, that, I, I kind of marked out for yeah. that. That was dope. That was sick. But um, then we also see Shane, because Shane has to have a big spot on WrestleMania. Shane took one of the oddest, sickest bumps <laughs> I've seen in recent memory. They're on top of the cage. Braun said, I'm... We're, we're, this is it. This is the end. Threw him off, and Shane did like a front flip, landed flat on his back. Braun <sighs> made his big ass down. Running power slam. One, two, three. <sighs> that looked like that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that was yeah. in the match, but then he gave him a running power slam. I was like, nah, man. The, the, throwing off the cage, that should have been the finish right there. That, that should have been it. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, instead match. of Shane, instead of Shane jumping off, he got you know tossed off. So <laughs> he had his moment either way. I bet Shane wanted to jump off the boat at first. You know he did once he wanted to jump off the ship. I know, I, I know that's what he originally wanted. Come on, let me get thrown off the ship. No, why not, Dad? Just let me get thrown off the ship. Can I jump off the ship? No. Here go Kevin Owens. Can I jump off the ship? No. No one's jumping off the damn ship. <laughs> that thing looks higher than what it looks like, though. Once you see it, yeah. So I don't know how they how they could have got up. Well, there, don't tell honest. Shane that. Don't tell yeah. Shane that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that ain't stopped him before. Yeah, I'm like, I don't see how they could get up there. Uh, Mike, what did you think of Braun Strowman nearly killing Shane McMahon? I mean, it was exactly what I expected to be. Shane running and then finally getting caught, getting his badge beat. The spot where he ripped the cage open, that was dope. Um, but typically it was like a Shane McMahon match. Him getting his ass beat by somebody bigger. He <laughs> takes the big bump. He does the coast to coast. That's about ballpark for me when it comes to a Shane match. So, yeah. That's Mark. really all I have to say. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Pretty much, Mike, Mike said the same thing. But um, I actually like Shane McMahon, though. I still think he got it in the ring, but I just think they kind of like overdo him sometimes in a way. But uh, it was okay. That, that like you said, that finish to the match was cool. Him getting tossed off the cage and everything. So I, I, it was fine. 
I mean, I'm a, I'm a Shane McMahon fan, but, you know, he's part-timer, so I know we don't get much of him too often. So I'll just take it what it is. Part-timer? He's the executive. John, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, you're forgetting one very vital detail. Shane McMahon is the greatest wrestler in the world. Oh, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> Are you really bring up the yeah, that's world a thing cup? that happened. Are you really, are you really oh. bring up how he won the the World Cup, the WWE World? Yeah, his, with his sweaty cup, ass, not a damn thing happened. <laughs> so that kind of like that kind of like disappeared. They even thought about or heard about that since then. <laughs> it was a storyline. That's all. Um, this this match was really really dumb. Uh, the feud was very stupid, pun intended. Um, okay, explain to me why. Braun Strowman chose a cage match. His reasoning was to keep Shane McMahon from running away. How do you win a cage match? You you run away. <laughs> you escape the cage. <laughs> yeah, that's how you win is by running away. So Braun, you are stupid for picking this. The <laughs> right, straight up. Anyway, digress. Um, it had some decent spots. Uh, I don't understand why there was a toolbox on top of the cage. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I did mark out when he ripped that panel of the cage off, and uh, Shane McMahon, that is a scary landing for a 51-year-old man to take. Um, I am not 51 and would not take that landing, so he's a braver man than me. Uh, this was a bad match. Uh, probably shouldn't have happened. The it does nothing to forward anyone's career. Um, it it kind of promotes bullying, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, this is a C plus match at best, and I will probably never think about this match again. Damn, all right. Uh, but but it was fun though. I like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Randall. <laughs> Yeah, um, I could have done without this match. The whole story was stupid. I, I think it was to get Braun on the show because Braun deserves to be on the show. Um, Shane McMahon, I'm, I've been done with him for a minute. I didn't miss him. I, you know, I was glad to see him back when he came back and a couple matches here and there. I appreciate, but I didn't need this match. And, and like like John said, a cage match. With a roof on the end of, on the top of it does not keep him from running. The the objective is to run, other than if unless you're gonna go for a pinfall submission. Which, I mean, come on, man! Like I never liked having pinfalls and submissions in the cage match because what's the point in that? Um, anyways, and like you also said, this is a dude who got busted up in an ambulance. You know, an ambulance crashed into each other and walked out, and now two chair shots have like got him gimping around. Come on, man! The Fiend must have really changed him and made him weak. And this lean, mean, grilling machine Strowman is weak. He needs to bring back the mullet. But <laughs> that mullet I mean, was weak. I mean, it's, 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 it was pointed. The spot on the top of the cage, I called it. It didn't, I didn't think one way or the other, one way or the other about it, other than Shane, like, landed pretty painfully. Yeah. Like, he yeah. landed kind of high on his shoulders. Um and bounce kind of ugly. The coast to coast, he landed really ugly. But again, it's a Shane McMahon match, and then Braun is gonna get, you know, his power slam at the end. I do it for everybody who's ever been called stupid. You know, I'm just like, man, like 
you for real ain't got nothing else to do. Like, like, and, and any match where Shane was able to get any sort of offense, like, like again, you want a match where he can't run away, but when you face Shane, Shane punked you out. Like, Shane popped you with a camera, put you through the table with the elbow, and then slammed your ass like a Nickelodeon show. Like, what's that show? <laughs> And you over here, now nah, I'm supposed to believe you tough. It was one on one. You know? And you and you, you going, you weak now. And so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't with this match hardly at all. I enjoyed seeing Braun out there. Because Braun deserves his praise. I like me some Braun Strong. But it was essentially was- like I would say it was essentially like what John said uh, about Karrion Cross and Finn Balor and the prison rape. That's basically <laughs> why are you bringing up old shit? Why are you bringing up old shit? Why are you bringing up old shit? Um, so, I mean, there was a cage. And another match that I didn't expect to be as good as it was Bad Bunny with Damian Priest versus the Miz and Morrison in a tag match. Um, Bad Bunny showed out. I know he had months to train, and it, it showed Bad Bunny that didn't really need. He had some spots where he needed to be shown what to do, carried here and there, but arm drags, top rope splashes, the Canadian destroyer on outside the ring. I'm sorry, the bunny destroyer outside the ring. You can't say Canadian destroyer. Petey Williams will sue you. <laughs> they call it the bunny destroyer. Booker T was like, he did a Canadian destroyer outside the ring. Get him a contract. And I was like, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Don't forget the broken arrow. The bro- mm-hmm. the, yeah, the broken arrow. That was dope. Um, besides Stephen Amell, this was a very, imp- like, one of the False. most impressive celebrity False. matches. He's a who? False. This is the best celebrity match. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. the best. Yeah, to me, yeah, this is actually no, this is the best one. I disagree. Stephen you know, Amell is good. This is better. I but, disagree. But shout out to Drew Gulak because I heard he trained the bad bunny for this. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 I really disagree with that. Uh oh. <laughs> so who, who, who's the best celebrity? Best celebrity match. Bob Barker. Mayweather. Well, <laughs> Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. I don't care about Canadian destroyers and stuff like that. I want to care about a good match with a good story. That had a better story, stupid. yeah. The story was stupid. And Mayweather went out there and put on a damn good show with the big show. Like this little bitty dude put it on with the big show and it was believable. You know what I'm saying? Floyd Mayweather is the best celebrity matchup there next to maybe LT. No, not in next no. to LT is like, the LT is maybe part, maybe number two for me. Okay, okay. Bad Bunny had a good showing on. I got to give it to him. I, I ain't, you know, he's, he's, he's saying he needs, you know, some help with these spots. I'm like, well, he's not a fucking wrestler, so he right. really don't. Right. <laughs> Uh, for those yeah. of you who might not know, he's talking about uh, Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow from WrestleMania 11, I believe. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was a good match. Yes, especially for that time. Yep. When the bunnies came out to the ring, my wife was like, "My wife's like, this is the shit." My wife's like, "This is the shit you're watching. This, this, this is it." And I'm like, "It's Bad Bunny. Who?" 
I hate that the commentators act so fucking clueless too. Why are all these bunnies coming to the ring? What are these bunnies doing? Why are they in the ring? I thought it was Bad Bunny's entrance thing. Like, why are they doing them like this? Well, Michael Cole thought it was Peter Rabbit, so. Um. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm just glad that he actually put in the work because I know before I, I know I said I'll beat his ass beat because I'm tired of people just coming in and thinking they can be wrestlers because they can. But I'm glad he actually put in the work and he actually did a decent match. Like he he fought the Miz one on one most of the match. Yeah, it was a little evading here and there, a couple arm drags and stuff. But for the for what it was, I mean, it was really good. I think this is gonna be the catalyst to. Uh, I think this is gonna be the catalyst, the beginning of the breakup between Miz and Morrison, and on yep. Raw we actually kind of, yep, saw that. So they need to do their own thing anyway, especially uh, you know Miz, Morrison. Morrison, especially Morrison, he could carry his own. He could carry his own from the get go. And I just want to see him shine. All right, and then. The women's match, the main event, the first time two African-American women are closing the show. It is the SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks, versus Bianca Belair, the winner of this year's Royal Rumble match. Um, I'm not going to lie. This build had very was very, very strange to me. I like They would put them in tag situations and try to cause dissension. I'm like, no, they're too... Uh, superstars in their prime. Let them go to the ring. Let them do the work. This was a to me. This was a classic. I loved it. I've already watched it three times. I love this match. I love the emotion in the beginning with both of them. Like Bianca starting to show emotion, starting to cry. Sasha's like, okay, come on, we got a match to work here. And before I pass it to one of y'all, this is what pisses me off about Sasha Banks, <laughs> <laughs> bro. On SmackDown, she just be going through the motions. But then when she is in big match situations, man, you swear she was the GOAT. Like, she, this was damn near perfect. I, I love mm-hmm. it. Um, somebody posted a video of Sasha watching Bianca, like Bianca is in a ring celebrating, and the, somebody, had, I guess somebody had a camera on Sasha, and Sasha was on the ground smiling. So, so I thought that was pretty yeah. awesome. But It was fucking beautiful, yeah. But uh, Bianca Belair, well deserved. I'm still pissed off at that. What takeover that was, where she didn't win an NXT title from Shayna. I'm still irritated about that, but I guess this makes up for it. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I, I love this match. This, this well deserved main event, beautiful. Uh, Mike, what you think? No, all, all the exact same things you just said. I mean, I thought it was the battle of two athletes. Like, that's exactly what we wanted to see. And, um, I just thought it was funny that JBL on the pre-show was like, he tried to make sure that it wasn't about race or about gender, but it was because they were both great athletes and that's why they were in the main event. And then here come Michael Cole. The first two black women, I was like, oh, okay, me, right? Why you got to put so much stink on it? Cole, calm down. But I mean, it was well-deserved on both ends. I do also agree that I really feel like Bianca should have won at least the NXT Women's title, but again, I guess this makes up for it. Um, shit, I mean, other than that braid whip, Jesus, that. Yeah. She still got ice on that. She still got ice on that to this day. You heard that little whip? <laughs> that, man, it was terrible. That was rough. My wife was in the kitchen and she heard pop, 
And she was like, what was that? And then you just see this <laughs> line on Sasha. I hadn't seen her use that since her early days of NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She hasn't used a braid like that, but when she got that that four fifty and Tasha got her knees up and it just was so perfect the way her knees landed in her, I was like, "Now this is a match." Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, once she get that KOD and spin her around, I was like, "Oh, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it." I took up on my couch and everything. I was lit. Marcus, mm-hmm. it's cool, man. Um, it was a good way to end the show. Uh, like you said, the build up for it was very odd with them just teaming up every week. And like, I don't know, they should be away from each other, not sitting there trying to win these tag team belts. Right. I think there's needed something for them to do, but that was dumb. But um, well deserved for Bianca. I'll allow it. But I can say, I don't know. Sasha hasn't won a match at Mania, right? 0 6. 0 6. Wow. That's. That's crazy. When She's I got found the anti streak. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I was, I kind of had hope Sasha would get her mania win this year, but I'm okay with Bianca taking, uh, getting her, you know, getting her shine for mania. So it's mm-hmm. cool. I think next year probably um, Sasha will get get her a little win, whoever she goes against, I believe. But we'll just go from there and see what. what uh, John. Um, okay, this match was... Uh, a lot of times in wrestling, uh, you don't witness, or you don't realize that you're witnessing history. Sometimes you're told that you're witnessing like a historic match, but it doesn't feel like it. This felt like you were watching history happen. Mm-hmm. It Both both competitors 100% deserved to be in this match, to be headlining WrestleMania. I don't care that they're both women. I don't care that they're both African-American. They're both amazing athletes and deserve to be there. Um, a couple little spots, Bianca Belair doing a gorilla press and walk up the sp- stairs to dump Sasha into the ring. Mwah, chef's kiss. Me- amazing. Love that. Uh, these two have chemistry. Mm-hmm. They might have the best chemistry of any matchup um, this night, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that... 2.99 count that that Sasha kicked out of and Bianca starts crying. I was like, oh, I feel you, girl. That's that's right here. I got you. Oh, <laughs> I was 100% behind Bianca at this point. I was standing in my room, pacing, holding like, oh, no, this is no. Um, and then she, with that whip crack that sounded like a gunshot. Uh, <laughs> She's she's gonna have a scar from that. That's gonna scar. Yeah, that's that was yeah. nasty. Um, this match, this match was amazing and reminded me what I love about wrestling. When it's good, it's so good, and it makes me so happy. So this was an A plus for me. This was my match of the night. Period. Randall. Hey, so I. I love the match personally. Um, thought it was good. It did have a big fight feel, regardless of the buildup. Um, me personally, I still prefer a strong story, wrestling based story, as opposed to we're trying to make this history of these two black women. Which again, I think that's dope, but I feel like it's also somewhat of that pandering that we've been getting ever since last year. That's kind of cool, but kind of annoying at the same time. Um, my, uh, take that take that out of it. I thought the match was fine. I, I enjoyed it. John, you mentioned the part where she went for the 450 and then she spazzed down when she didn't win. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, 
this is not a criticism of Bianca as much as it is a criticism of wrestling as a whole. When was the last time she won with a 450 splash? <laughs> That's fair. I don't think she has. <laughs> um, rest, it, they do this thing where they oversell the idea that I can't believe I didn't win with this match. And, and then the, even the announcer's like, what is she going to have to do? She's going to have to do the move that she always wins with. <laughs> Her finisher to win the match. Right. Not only that, she never even had gone for it at that point. Now, if she had gone for the move like a couple of times and didn't get it, and then she had to try and do other moves, and then she cranked out the 450 and still got two count. Then it makes sense for her to, you know, have a fit. But for her to for this to be all this shock for you to not win with the move that you never win with, and then wonder what are you going to have to do next? Like, this is my last resort. I didn't want to use my finisher. Why the hell not? <laughs> so, <laughs> So and so, it's not a Bianca criticism. It's a wrestling in general criticism. Right. You know, it's like if and if that means you have to do it a whole lot less, then damn it, you have to do it a whole lot less. But I can't get into all this when you're screeching and hollering over a move you've never got a three count with. I'm sorry, it don't it don't do it for me. Um. Now take that out of it. Great match good i love the finish i love that sasha i love that there wasn't this false finish other than you know i mean sasha went for the bank statement but um you know i partially expected i actually expected sasha to kick out of that kod when she got hit and she didn't and i like that it protected bianca's finish and i thought that it was a good match i love the part where she was military pressing her into the ring and i'm with you i love the part where she lit sasha's ass up with that hair whip um that sounded like it was about as loud as the hair whip at the beginning of her song. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. They're use it as a new snippet. <laughs> now, I know she owes Sasha a drink after that match because there's no, like, that, hey, I know it's part of the show and I took it, but that hurt. <laughs> so, great way to end night one. I still low-key wish it was Sasha versus Bailey. Um... I still wish we could have had the final, like the actual finale of that. But uh, if I'm not going to get that, I'm happy to have gotten this. That's fair. That's fair. I'm still salty about Bailey not even having a match this main hill. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, too. That was PWI, um, number one women's wrestler last last year, and no match this year. I'm not gonna lie. Her back backstage stuff at this mania was gold for me. Yeah, it was, was really really weird. Yeah, she was actually pretty. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was gold considering that was the only way you were gonna see Bailey on the WrestleMania. You have yeah, a match. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna run down night two of WrestleMania. Keep it locked. <laughs> so night two starts off with. I don't know what to call this. I don't know what to rate this. I don't know what to just. Randy Orton. I'm going to start WrestleMania with a piss break match. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Randy Orton took on The Fiend. And I don't know if Bray Wyatt's just allergic to Randy Orton. I don't know. Ooh, if... He stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Bray Wyatt. He did it. I don't know if Bray Wyatt owes Randy Orton money. Uh, Bray Wyatt lost a bet to Randy Orton. I don't know. 
all I know is this wasn't good. The red light, the whole entire match, which I thought something we were done with at Hell in a Cell. Um, it is like these two just never got it going. I wanted this to be a squash match. I said, and John could, John and Mike can attest for this. I was like, this should last no longer than five minutes. Randy Orton should be getting his ass whooped. Like you see, you got set on fire in December. You should be coming back with a vengeance. But okay, um, why is the fiend? Is he back to normal looking now? Yeah, did because I, did I miss yeah, him with that yeah too? because he went but through. You know that? He had regenerative powers. He learned to regenerate. Yeah, I was like, I thought that was dope. I was like, okay, bad. Because that <laughs> other suit melted shit. No, that wasn't gonna fly. Nah, I couldn't go for too long with it. Nah. And then the Fiend looks like he has Randy Orton beat, but then Alexa Bliss popped out of the box the Jack and Lantern thing that was already at the ring. And she's sitting on top. And then this black goo comes down her face, which distracts the Fiend. Fiend turns around. RKO, one, two, three. Randy Orton wins. Hightails it out of here, and then the Fiend and Alexa Bliss stare at each other, and then the lights go out, and they both are gone. Like forty seconds later, they're both gone. <laughs> right. Um, this 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 put a bad taste in my mouth, and that bad that taste in my mouth didn't leave until the main event. So, Straight up. And just to let you know, the main event is what saved this night for me. Well, another match too, but we'll, we'll get there. Um. Marcus, you were there. How weird was this? Well, for one, I missed this match. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad I did from the stuff I heard and read from the get-go. Um, yeah, it, it seems weird. <laughs> and just <laughs> I'm just trying to see what they're going to do with Bray right now. Uh, how long is this Randy and Bray fiend feud going to go? Okay, spoiler alert. I don't uh, know. Spoiler alert on Monday Night Raw. Um, he acted like nothing happened. It's a... It's, I'm excited. I feel reborn. Everything's gonna be okay. What? What? So yeah. yeah. John. Um, Nick, who is my least favorite wrestler of all time? I know. It's it's Randy Orton. It's Randy Orton. You don't like I, Randy? Really? No, I hate Randy Orton. No. Damn. <laughs> I've never seen Randy Orton in a match where he impressed me. He uh, is talented, okay. well, but he also does not give a fuck. Me, me and Randall need to give you a list about that, but we'll, we'll get to that another time. Okay, go ahead. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I, I did not like this match. Uh, there's a theory that it wasn't even uh, Bray Wyatt as The Fiend, that it was actually Bo Dallas as The Fiend, which I'm thinking that's the way to fix it. Have Bo Dallas play The Fiend and have... Bray Wyatt show up as Bray Wyatt just to screw with everyone. Other, otherwise, uh, I gave this uh, D. I did not like this, and moving on. Mike? There's two things that I don't like people wasting of mine, and that's my money and my fucking time. This was a waste <laughs> of time! <laughs> How long was this build-up just for this? No. This build-up was almost a and they wasn't even on Monday Night Raw the night like the week before Mania, nope. which was odd. Right. And then Alexa's just done feuding with with women, I guess, and now she's just gonna feud with guys. I, I don't get it. This was so stupid. 
This was the most flat, lackluster ass ending I've ever seen in anything in my entire life. Even worse than the theatrical cut of Justice League. Like, what the fuck was this? Oh, uh, here we go again with this Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Randall, because I know you're going to say more than you're probably going to say everything that I was just thinking. And I don't want to take this away from you because I know. I, <laughs> the fiend, we know you love the fiend. So. This was so stupid. Oh, man, all right. So, first off, I know y'all were like, oh, I don't like that burn shit. I'm going to be real with you. I hated it at first, but I loved it. He's what Kane was supposed to be, first off. Yes. All right. He is what Kane character is supposed to be. I loved it. It was ugly, and I didn't know how I was going to work in the match, and that was kind of what I was looking forward to. Um, and or, or maybe during his entrance, he peels off the burned skin and reveals the new mask or something like that. You know, I, I don't, the whole walking through the little whatever, and then it just magically goes away. Although, on his hand, it does say heal. Um yeah. I thought it was going to be, you know, he beats Randy and then he heals, but he didn't. Um, I thought that the entrance was cool. You know, I, I'm going to say this, too. I, I enjoy watching the performers um, or the wrestlers uh, feed off of having a live crowd for the first time. Because Randy, you could tell Randy, he couldn't even be the heel coming down to the ramp. He was so happy to see people. Um, wait, wait, was Randy Horton supposed to be the heel? Absolutely. Yeah, he was supposed to be so the fiend was the face. The fiend has Maybe been the face in this year. Been the face since last year. Jesus yes, he's, he's, which is a weird dichotomy because he's definitely the villain on paper. But as put it this way, Friday the Thirteenth, the star of the movie is Jason. Okay, that's fair. It's the minor Nightmare on Elm Street, the star of the movie is Freddy. I know you can have all the good guys you want. The star is Freddy, and if mm-hmm. he don't get his kills, it's not a good movie. True. So it's yeah. and and in this story, Bray, uh, Randy, in a way, has been an antagonist to Bray from the jump, even back when they faced off years before. So yeah, uh, the fiend was the baby. Anyway, anyway, so I don't go too long. The entrance was cool. The match, I don't mind the fact that it was five minutes long, but. The whole Alexa Bliss thing, I'm so tired of her leaking black shit, it's getting on my nerves. Um, plus, like, it, it was weird because it just came up out of nowhere. I supposed to be or was supposed to symbolize. And Bray's distracted by it for whatever reason. And then he goes down to one RKO. My dude. Yeah. You mentioned what is the most protected finisher earlier. This is it. Yep. Yep. This is protected finisher 101. Okay? 101. This is it. Minus maybe the pedigree. Uh, there is not a, a more protected finisher than the RKO. Maybe the tombstone pile drop. Anyway, it's picked out of a pedigree. Not from Triple H. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, Poor Seth Rollins and his dozen curb stomps that couldn't even get a two count half the time. All right. Facts, facts. But one RKO. <laughs> but one RKO and the Fiend is just down. Like, you know, he ain't even kick out at three and a half. He he just laid there like a turtle that couldn't get up. And then 
then yeah, then the ending where he's just staring off at, at Alexa and and Alexa's leaking like the thing off the fifth element when he gets stressed out. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he was talking to Zorg and his head started leaking, you know? <laughs> it all changed. Um, like his name was Zorg, wasn't it? Shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that at all. And uh, the Fiend should not have lost this match. Like, like Nick said, this is a squash match. Even if it's not an all-out squash match, he gets an emphatic win. Even if this is not the end of the feud, because to me, you set me on fire. We're not ending this by pinfall. I'm still tormenting you. I'm just taking your WrestleMania winning pay. Exactly. You, you know, killed me, essentially. In the middle of a ring. And now, and, Alec- go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's just, it was so lackluster. Like, you set this man on fire and just one RKO and that's a wrap. And I'm yeah. not going to chase you after the match. I'm not going to come find you Monday Night Raw. I'm not going to find you later in the show and put you in this jack-in-the-box. Nothing. It's just over. And like, and then and then Alexa went through all the stuff for these past several months to bring back The Fiend and to torment Randy just to backstab him when he finally about to throw hands during a match, which, by the way, again, again, we wouldn't be selling this in no match. But... You do it through all that just to just to leak all over the win? Like, come on, man. That's like, if she wanted um, the fiend to stay away, why didn't she, why did she just why didn't she just not bring him back? Why? Yes. Put the jack o' lantern down. Just fuck it. She, she could have not opened it at WrestleMania. He would have stayed in that box. Exactly. <laughs> we got the we got the same outcome. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> just, just, like, why'd you do that? And then you're uh, um, I don't need him. Well, then why are you still using his playpals? Why are you still using the swing he got you? If, are you still wearing them clothes he done got you? Why you still got the contacts he got you? Like, you're not an independent woman now. You And now you're about to get this other chick who... It, I'm scared it's going to be Peyton Royce. But it, it needs to be Nikki Cross. Thank you. That's the only thing that will make sense. Yep. Um, and talking about we gonna move on, which I think that's women's tag team division now. But then the fiends like, oh, you know, witches be tripping, and we just gotta <laughs> move on, and this and that, and bye. No, they're not gonna freaking move on. You're not gonna because the way I look at it now, you got two people you need to finish. The fiend needs to finish Randy, and the fiend needs to finish Alexa Bliss and whoever she got with her. Yep. And this match just it made my balls itch. Like I really did not like this match. <laughs> um I'm sorry, I've gone, I feel like I've been 20 minutes. That's it. I don't even want to talk about it no more. I know, right? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna beat up some more people in this game. <laughs> Oh, all right. Stress relieving. But with that, move, moving on. Lamarck, you still with us? No, nah, he been gone. Oh wow. Okay. So anyway, the women's tag team championships. Nia and Shayna retained against the winners of the gauntlet. It was Natalia and Tamina. This yeah. match was. I was confused on this match because both teams were heels. Yeah, so, they like to do that. I'd say now, heel and heel. I guess I don't know. 
there's a running theme throughout this mania that the heel uh, wins. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Especially night night two. Yup. Night two. I don't know. I, there was a not one. I wanted Natty and Tamina, especially Tamina, to finally get her moment. But I was like, I just kept thinking someone's about to get choked out. <laughs> it's now it's just gonna be which one. And lo and behold, Shayna Baszler choked out Natty, and that's all she wrote. So this match absolutely felt like it, we were just waiting for Shayna to choke some bitch out. Basically, <laughs> yeah, that's really it. I don't know. The only way I see them taking the tag teams off of them, the titles off of them, is if they feud. Basically. Well, they were feuding with each other. I know, and then we got another Cesaro and Sheamus moment. We got hey, hey, I love the bar, all right? Oh, yeah, like yeah we got the female bar now. That's all that is. <laughs> Next up, we have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn having a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Man, I yes, I was so happy that we were getting this match. I mean, sure, the roles are opposite of what I thought they would be if you told me this last year, but here we are. Um, what was the point of Logan Paul? What was the point of Logan Paul being here? Someone explain this to me, please. He wasn't. A, he wasn't a special. He wasn't an enforcer. He wasn't a special guest referee. He wasn't. Oh. He he wasn't a guest referee. He wasn't an enforcer. He wasn't a timekeeper. Ring bell. He didn't do anything. He was just there. He wore his sunglasses yeah, at know. night indoors. That's all he did. Well, the lights were still bright. You you really want you really want. Okay, they were outdoors. <laughs> Yeah, but the light the lights are really bright, like with the you want my honest answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it off. He was there to get stunned. Uh and that's really it. Like Logan Paul didn't fit the story. He didn't nobody really wanted to see him, which made the stunner even better. Not to mention he sold it. It went it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sold the hell out of it. All right, people, wrong, but who's Paul Logan though? Like I don't even know who he is to be honest. He's Paul Logan. <laughs> His name is Logan Paul. What, what Logan, Paul. Logan Paul says that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought Jake Paul was the one that was there, right? I thought it was Ron Paul. No, is maybe it was RuPaul. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Paul Rudd. Wait, I thought it was Sean Paul. Please rate please rate this five stars. Um Logan Paul is a YouTube personality. I don't know what else the hell he does. I, I don't know what he does though for real. I think it was Jake Paul for real though. No, Jake yeah, Paul I mean, beat up Jake Paul beat up for uh I'm sorry, not Floyd Mayweather. How dare how dare I speak such blasphemy? Jake, Jake Paul beat up Nate Robinson. Like he hit him so hard the nah, rings came out. He knocked him out. Yeah, but Logan Paul is the more popular one, right? The more popular YouTuber, right? Is I it? think this was a reach to try to get to try to get some other people to watch wrestling, and so yeah. if they cared about Logan Paul, Jake Paul, whichever one it was, or they didn't care, they was going to tune in because if you didn't like him, you're going to see him get his ass whooped. If you did like him, you get to see him on the platform. It was a win-win for WWE. Let's just put it like that. They had to get more celebrities on there somehow, man. Exactly. Numbers like crazy. I was just happy to see Brain a Brainbuster on the apron. I was uh, happy to yes. see um, that neckbreaker over the knee, that sidewinder suplex over on the top rope that Kevin Owens does when he first did that. John Cena, I was like, "What the hell is that?" And how do we oh, see that yeah. again? 
<laughs> he kept teasing the package okay. pile driver. That pissed me off. I was like, do it, just do it, do it. <laughs> Why not allowed to? Just do it. Shit. Yeah, that match was dope. I might watch it again. Um, I thought it was a nice little callback to uh, when they had their match at Battleground, where Sami Zayn yes. gave him the hell of a kick, and Kevin Owens was falling over, and Sami caught him in his arms. And then it looked like he was going for it again. And, yeah. Cut, cut him off with that super kick. Caught him with a super kick. Caught him with another super kick. Stunner. But, Which, Kev- Kevin Owens' super kick is getting better every time he does it. It used to be like a sidekick, and now it's a straight-up super kick. Yeah, it's getting better. Does he take the pop-up powerbomb completely out of his arsenal, or no? He that was the first thing he did yeah. in this okay, match. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know, like he powerbomb. It's just not a finisher anymore. Yeah, and it's well, so I like, funny. I like the stunner though. It's so funny how Stone Cold was like. I'm just happy that someone finally came up to me and asked me to ask me for the move. It's a good finish. I'm just surprised yeah. no one has ever asked me. Hey. <laughs> Can I have this as my it's so It's so iconic. Yeah. It's an iconic move. Yeah, it's like... It's so. But I thought the match was dope. I thought this was sick. Uh, you can tell they were kind of holding back a little bit. We've seen better from and more violent from them, too. But they got mm-hmm. all the big stuff in. They got all their moves in. I, I, I'm happy. I think this is going to... I feel like this is going to continue, but them slowly becoming a tag team because later on, Sammy was saying, like, Wait, are you telling me that Kevin Owens stunned Logan Paul after Logan Paul pushed me? After all that, he stood up for me, and so I, I, I don't, I don't know. We, we might be seeing Sami Zayn go back to the Sami Zayn that we grew, that we saw in NXT, which I would have absolutely no problem with. But yeah, same. Or like babyface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, We'll see. Oh, but I like I like crazy homeless uh, Sammy. I do too. Me I do too. With a little revolution hat, he be wearing. He's great. He's great. <laughs> so, but I thought this was sick. Um, yeah. So, uh, we had the United States Championship next, and these two <laughs> beat the absolute shit out of each other. Riddle, oh, yeah. don't call him Matt. <laughs> and uh, I still call him Matt. Right. <laughs> Matt Riddle, who was the champion, took on Sheamus. These two have beaten the hell out of each other for weeks now, all because Sheamus just does not like Riddle's scooter. Um, Randall, let me ask you this. What did you think about Riddle's <clears throat> Riddle's entrance with the doves flying? I think it's stupid. And <laughs> Matt Riddle is easily one of the most annoying wrestlers I've ever seen. Like, great, uh, he's a great wrestler, and that's his only saving grace with me, because otherwise he's mad annoying, from the promo to the music to his entrance. And the Doves do know him, do no favors. So when the Doves have a pirate hat, though, when the Doves had a pirate hat on with an eye patch. Aw. Energy. to me. I mean, Matt Riddle is goofy, but you know he can deliver in the match. He can hold his hold his ground. And also, sure. kicked in the face while being upside down. Yeah, that little moon salt <laughs> upside down. Yeah, that that hurt. I've been John's friend for a very long time. I've never heard him scream like that when Riddle got popped in the mouth like that. Oh, upside down. That was so brutal. Because <laughs> he actually got it. Yeah, yeah he was bleeding. Yeah, no, I don't like Riddle either. Fuck that guy. I think uh, people who wrestle without shoes on are carnies. 
Likes that makes sense, yeah, yeah, all the stereotypical ways, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's He's right, just like the Nigerian Trump, right? Right, Nick. <sighs> Before we get to the transitions, <laughs> no, just riddle, riddle, riddle is that 90s stoner character that that was popular back during the Poly Shore days and, and, and ah. Jay and Style of Bob, like, and it's very, it's it's annoying, it gets really annoying. I was about to say, so he's probably sure, but he can fight. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the weeds was pretty annoying. The weeds was pretty damn annoying. Yes, it's probably sure with hands and feet. <laughs> <sighs> okay. We're going to take another break. When we get back, we're going to wrap up night two. <laughs> So, Mike, what did you learn from the Nigerian drum fight between Apollo Crews and Big E for the Intercontinental Championship? Nothing. I still don't know what a Nigerian drum fight is. All right. Same thing I was about to say. It's a hardcore match, basically. It's a straight up hardcore match. Did they even explain the the rules of this? Because I didn't even know what the rules of this. No. No no There's no DQ. Pinfall or six. That's it. That's it. They just made it fancy by saying all that. No, they made it racist by saying all they had was like drums and like a gong or something like that with weapons laying around. Like, what's the rules? I'm just sitting there confused in the crowd. Why was there why were there kendo sticks? They went for that first. Like, I don't know. I think Randall with kendo sticks in Nigeria. Like, what the fuck are we? I think Randall said this in a past episode where I like, man, if they have people just playing the drums around the ring or some shit like that, it would be sick. Because I was actually kind of thinking that, but they didn't even use the drums in the fight. I rather that because they didn't use any drums in the fight. No, it it was like they had kendo sticks and tables, and I immediately thought those are the weapons they're gonna use. Like you even had the drums on top of the table, next to the table, then had the giant cymbal, and I'm like. What's that got to do with drums? And then you don't hit drums with a kendo stick. So, yeah, it, I don't. I won't say it's racist because that, that's a little too strong. I mean, come on now, you could. It, but I, I will say that it was very weak and 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 poorly. It was done just for the sake of doing. Right. Yep. Oh. Like it was just a no DQ match. Now the way Apollo Crews went through that table was pretty funny because it just like a it just looked like a fish hitting the floor. When he completely <laughs> missed Biggie and went through that table, I was like, okay, that wasn't supposed to be funny, but that was pretty funny. Um, I'm just happy that Apollo Crews 
was in a one-on-one match for a title at WrestleMania because you got to remember last year he was in catering most of the year. So, so I'm sure he's doing a reverse Kofi with the accent, but still. <laughs> hey, he's really Nigerian, okay? No, he's not. He's from Sacramento. <laughs> no, he, 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 he is Nigerian. He is Nigerian, but he is. I think his dad's Nigerian and took them to Nigeria for a while, and they lived there for a little bit, according to what he told them on after the bet. So well, that's a gimmick, you know. Ain't, you know exactly. So is he really Nigerian? We don't he's know. He's Nigerian. He's Niger, man. He, he's born like he. He just come on, man. Oh. His his parents are both from Nigeria. Yes, I'll give him that. Okay, yes. the, but the most random thing was Dabakato from Raw Underground, who also looked like a fire. Who also looked like an extra from Def Jam Vendetta. Came out dressed as an extra from Coming to America. I don't know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> Came out, <laughs> attacked Diggy. The Nigerian Cruz. gear, man. Apollo Cruz. She's your queen. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I was missing from this match. I was so mad at the end of this match. I was like, bro, what are we doing? I'm like, yeah, you have a Nigerian drum fight and using fucking drums. Like this man, I rather no the Apollo kept talking about you showed them the steel. Okay, show me the steel. You didn't show me any steel. Well, he, but got, that's shown what the you he got shown steel by getting your Nagi on that on the steps. Now, it, to the, the outside, that was gross. Yeah, yes, the way Apollo landed on his shoulder, I was like, okay, if he has if he wins this and relinquishes it, I'm gonna know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so because of that one spot, but um. Oh God! Oh, that was oh my gosh. I mean, I'm happy Apollo Cruz is on WrestleMania. I like I like Apollo Cruz. I love him since getting on NXT. But I guess yep. what the fuck is a Nigerian uh, drum match? Like yeah. seriously, though, because college street fight. It's because nobody knows. They even have like No, go ahead. No, like established- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Lamarcus, because I've been talking. So go ahead. No, no, you go. I was just gonna say that if they had had like some people out there playing the drums, like on some Black Panther shit, when you know when they had their little match, that would have been cool. I'd fuck with that. But really, you literally just took tables and kendo sticks and threw some drums and a giant symbol up there, like. Realistically, the, the, if if that was gonna be a gong, that would be Chinese. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and the kendo sticks. I mean, kendo sticks. Singapore, <laughs> Singapore cane. Like, come on now. They have drums from at home and she just put them on the table. And like, okay, yeah, like, and by the way, they were the cheapest looking drums ever. I was about to say that. The drums were still there. The drums were still there. Nobody got thrown through them or nothing. They didn't even look authentic at all. What kind of party city was this? This looked like fun. I was waiting on them to drop the pinata. I can't see. 
can't see. Oh, fuck. Okay. We're gonna well, keep it moving. We're gonna keep it moving with the <laughs> Raw Women's Championship with Oscar and Rhea Ripley. Um Okay, now this this match I was kinda confused. So Mike, was Rhea the heel or the face in this situation? Oh, she was definitely the heel. She's a heel. But they oh, were presenting definitely. but they were presenting her at least a couple of Raws ago after her debut, like she was gonna be the face, but she had some heel tendencies. Yep. But, but when you when you push your tag team partner off the top rope in the middle of a tag team match and beat her ass, you are now the heel. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. There's no dispute in that. She didn't even wait till the match was over. She was like, I'm just gonna no. beat your ass in the middle of the match. I was like, Y'all are fighting to get so yeah, she was definitely the heel. Yep. Match are y'all good. real fans? Hmm? I love Rhea Ripley. Oh, I love Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Big sexy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't like her. I I wish she hadn't been against Oscar, but you know, it's just part of the game at this point. Yeah. Uh, so I like how they were doing counters, and it felt like every time Oscar had something, Rhea had an answer for it. But like Oscar lock, Rhea would just roll out of it into a pin and. And then that rip tie. I really like that. Um, I'm sorry, the rip cord, that submission, that reverse or like the reverse cloverleaf thing. Oh, yeah, reverse cloverleaf. Yeah. So I, I love that submission that Rhea does. I like. I need her to start winning matches with that. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, but the rip tie works. So I mean, that's how she is now. Your new Raw Women's Champion. So I mean. Woo! Love it. Good. So. Oscar hasn't been pinned that many times, right? Yeah. And I know before we used to talk about Rhea and a lot of, like, me and Randall, we, well, I know Randall said this before, like, a lot of people say that Rhea, when they keep saying, oh, it's too soon, it's too soon. This is what I meant where I was like, this is what I wanted when she came up. I didn't want her to come up too soon and then be lost in the shuffle. I want her to come up and be dominant like the nightmare she is. And so this was perfect for me. I was so happy that she won. Not putting anything against Oscar, but it's just yeah. Oscar needs to take some time off anyway. To be honest, John, what you think? Uh, I I like this match. I felt like it was really rushed, though. Like they were blowing through spots, and just no one was selling. And but it was because they had so much to do, and they were only given like ten minutes to do it. So it was a great exactly. match, though. It was short-lived. Yeah, that's my only yeah, plan about I, it. But. I definitely wanted a lot more out of this match because they have pretty decent chemistry together. And it's, you know, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley is a bigger wrestler and Asuka's a smaller wrestler, so there's so much that they can do <laughs> size strength-wise, but then it just came down to like a technical, uh, almost almost a submission match at one point. But right, it was a great yeah, match. Yeah. I loved it. It's great. Randall, I actually did not see this match. Um, I, I I ended up I ended up falling asleep or getting off of it right as the entrances entrances. I knew Rhea was gonna win. I look I don't see Rhea as really a heel. I think she has some heel tendencies, but you kind of have to set that tone for the match anyway. As, you know, if you look at Sasha versus Bianca, they did the same thing because you really had two baby faces going. If you think about it, 
both matches had two had were babyface against babyface. So you kind of do have to set the tone. I don't think you can get people to really boo Oscar, especially at this point. So I think the best thing they could have done was have Rhea be somewhat of a heel. And, you know, I don't think Oscar's taking any time off, but I don't think Rhea's fully conforming to the heel side either. I think it was just a match where it introduced a new challenger, a new champion, and um, we'll see what happens. But Oscar can't hold the belt forever, and the the women's division, especially, I mean, the women's division kind of is what it is right now. I think, yeah, I got a quick question for you. Do you think that they should do away with the face and heel thing and just like like let people like who they like and just take it from no. there? No, absolutely not. No. Um, you, you you have to have you have to have somebody to root for. Put it this way: we've all seen Freddy versus Jason, right? Yeah. All right. In the movie, they pretty much made Jason a baby face for that yeah. same reason. Basically, yeah. You got to feel for it. Okay, got you, got you. So when same you thing with Alien versus Predator, fans, yeah, same thing. So when you let when you let the fans choose, I mean, you you have to create stories week to week based on. Now you're doing it based off of rather than how the fans are reacting. To an extent, that's doable, but you'll almost always be bouncing characters around because fans can be fickle, especially when like either they feel like they're not getting what they want, or you give them what they want and it ain't exactly what they want or what they thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I was just curious about that. Yeah. Well, thanks, sir. <laughs> Thank you. And now the main event for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns in a triple threat match against Daniel Bryan and Edge. All three of these men were told that they would not wrestle again. And here we are. So I think I think uh Sunday was ten like how many years to the day where Edge was uh, Seven. It was ten years, I think. Ten, ten years. years. Yeah. yeah. Ten years. So, where you're supposed to retire? It's ten years. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I had, I thought Dana Brown was gonna walk out of this one, but <clears throat> this match was. I'm usually weird. I don't know why I be, I'm so weird on triple threat matches at WrestleMania, but then somehow, some way, they end up working. Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit. Um, what's another example? Becky, um, Becky, Charlotte, Charlotte and, and, and uh, no, Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha. Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. Um, so Dina, I mean, Triple H, and um, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. this this was going to be Dana Bryan, Batista, and Randy Orton. So perfect example mm-hmm. right there. Um, even though it was really Jay Uso and Roman Reigns versus everybody. So, but. Yeah, pretty much. Jay Uso got hit. Jay Uso ended up getting his though. Uh, he got his ass kicked twice. Got his ass kicked twice. <laughs> <laughs> he always, he's always getting his I, ass kicked. I just can't believe they did that to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal Memorial. Man, why did they do that to my? Wait, what? I said, why did they do that to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal? Winner, like, he what are you doing? Like, I didn't even see. I didn't see that. Yeah, he the, yeah. He was, he was, he was on SmackDown. SmackDown. It was actually uh, good though, but I want that for Mania though. It's kind of different. They had it on SmackDown. It's yeah, because they never have a pre-show. Pre-show. You know, but but you know what they could have did got rid of the tag team turmoil match. That yeah, yeah, that part. I agree. Um, <laughs> the the double the spot where both they have both have Roman in 
<laughs> Edge has Roman in a crossface. Yes. Daniel Bryan had him in a yes lock, and then they start headbutting each other. And then there was also a part where Edge took, had a piece of the chair in Roman's mouth as he had on a crossface. Yes. And then, if like in hindsight, Roman Reigns took pretty much a beating in this whole entire match, but then the yeah. spears though. Edge, Edge was hitting them spears really perfectly too. Yeah. Was he though? Was he just had... being sold well? Both. 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 Edge actually put on his working boots for once and was doing really good work. And Nick knows this. I'm really critical of Edge. Uh, I don't dig on Edge like like Nick does. But Edge showed up. He showed I'm, out for I'm sure. A, I'm a fan of Edge's character. In the ring, I always thought Christian was better. I don't care. I don't 100%. care. I don't care. I don't care what people say. Go back and watch his feud with Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just had more spots throughout his career. Right. Like, yeah. more big spots. That's what it was, really. But, yep. but uh, I had Daniel Bryan win this, but then Roman gave, like, Edge gave Daniel Bryan the concerto. And so Daniel Bryan was done. Then Roman speared Edge, gave Edge a concerto, stacked both of them on top of each other, and pinned mm-hmm. them both. Just as he said on SmackDown, he was going to do that. I'm going to beat him. I'm, I'm going to smash them. I'm going to stack them. And that's exactly what he did. This match was really... Go ahead. Go ahead. This, I was like, this, this, this match was dope. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So It told a really interesting story in that each uh, uh, Daniel Bryan and Edge both beat, technically beat Roman Reigns in one-on-one. If the other person was not there, they would be champion. Right, because Daniel Bryan pulled the referee off and Edge had Roman beat. Mm-hmm. Dan- Daniel Bryan had Edge beat, but then Edge hit him with a chair. And it, yeah. it just... Back and forth, back and forth. So, I don't know what's going to happen to WrestleMania Backlash. I hate that freaking name. Um, Are they, why are they calling it that? Because it's at, the, it's at the WrestleMania. Backlash. It's called WrestleMania. And it's yeah. Backlash. Yeah. yeah, they got Backlash Just, from all the matches they lost. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Get rid of the WrestleMania porn. It's called Backlash. They already made their posters. Yeah, exactly. Mike, Mike final thoughts on... WrestleMania 37. Um, night one, dope as hell. Night two, probably two, like really, maybe three really good matches. Um, at first, I was all behind the two night thing because I was like, okay, bet it'll be like two hours, two hours, or three and three. That's more digestible. But at the end of the day, my whole weekend was gone basically because. It was, I mean, it makes it sound like we don't watch like wrestling and we don't. It's like a chore, but at the same time, it's like we'd rather just sit through one long ass WrestleMania and just be done with it at this point. But I mean, overall, it was a good show. Like I said, I, I would probably give it overall like a B, B plus. Just that's mainly because of night one was dope as hell. Night two, they really dropped the ball. What was the best match? Ooh, best match. It had to be either between Bianca and Sasha. Or I really, really love that triple threat match with um, with Roman Edge and Daniel Bryan. So I, I mean, that'll have to be a tie. But I mean, they, they both SmackDown. You know, SmackDown always show up. 
They are both SmackDown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lamarcus, you were you were actually there. What was Night. overall best impression? Overall impression than best match? Well, I watched Night One on my phone, so um, that was cool. I prefer Night One over Night Two, but Night Two with the Triple Threat match that was what really made me want to go and see it. So they showed up and showed out with that, which I'm satisfied with. But I'm going to go more on night one with everything. So it's cool. Um, it was fun. So I'm not going to – it wasn't that bad, but I, I really enjoyed everything overall. Yeah, because never forget, he was bored. That's why he went. John? <laughs> not bored neither. I kind of took a friend with me that I was supposed to take with me. No, nah, nah, you, nah, so, you said you were bored. You said you were bored, John. Yeah, it's all bored now, man. Yeah, you know, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, night two was it felt like very much like it was just back to business. Night one was them getting back in front of a crowd and really soaking up that energy. Night two was all right. This is the storyline we're going with. We're just going back to business. This is how it it's going to be going forward. Uh, it wasn't a bad WrestleMania. It wasn't uh great. I wouldn't say it was top tier. It was kind of middle of the pack because of night two. It really dragged. Uh, yeah, probably, I don't know, B, B-plus overall. It was good. What was your favorite, match, great. The, what was your favorite match? Oh, that triple threat. That triple threat was great. Uh, it only just barely edges out the women's main event. Randall. No particular reason. Randall what? What's... Overall impression, which, which night you thought was better? What was your favorite match? Overall impression, I felt it was fine as a whole. Um, it dropped the ball in some spots. It did very well in some spots. Um, best match was probably going to be Bianca and Sasha. Follow, if not Bianca and Sasha, Cesaro and uh, and Seth Rollins. Um, I think night one was better. Night two had a couple of bangers, but that Fiend match really just stunk to me. And um, yeah, to me that that killed my that killed my vibe for the whole for night two from the jump. So yeah. if I were giving it a grade, I'd get I'd give it a B and leave it at. Uh, yeah. My favorite yeah. my favorite match was I agree with you, Randall, um, Sasha and Bianca because the emotion and they they Sasha shows up in big match situations and absolutely kills it. Um, overall, this was pretty good. I'm still pissed at the Nigerian drum fight and how there are no drums being used and <laughs> the Fiend Alexa situation, uh, but I'm going to give it a B. Not one drum. They could at least threw a drum at each other. Just They were small enough. They could have just picked it up and threw one at each other or something. <laughs> They didn't stumble over one. Just stayed there. Right. Yeah, that was a WrestleMania 37 review. This was episode 50. So we thank you guys so, so much for liking the content, sharing the content, subscribing. Make sure y'all continue to follow us on social media. On Twitter is kick underscore three, three spelled out. Facebook is kick out at three. And Instagram, it is kick out at three with the number three. So uh, until next time, we're gonna be, this is gonna be, we're gonna be taking a little break, getting ready for things going on in our lives right now. I'm about to 
about to be getting my ass kicked by a newborn. So, but um, yeah, I want to thank you guys so much. We're gonna be dropping episodes here and there because we're not forgetting about Falcon and Winter Soldier because I want to talk about episode four so damn bad. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Marcus, have you seen episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. I'm caught up now. Hmm? I'm caught up now. I'm caught up, so we're good. So we got, what, two more episodes? Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it wrong this time, right? I'm not doing it wrong. My count's right. My count's right this time. (laughs) So, but, yeah. So, we're going to drop in episodes here and there, a little sporadically, but be patient with this. So, but this is Nick. And this is Mike. This is Lamarcus. This is Dees. This is Randall. Peace. We are we're fresh off of WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania is at times even better than WrestleMania. I mean, look, I mean, look at all the history here about the Raw after a WrestleMania. So check this out. In 2011, this is after WrestleMania 23, uh, The Rock and Cena was set a year in advance. So, yeah. So, yeah, a year in advance. So, there's that. Um, 2012, Cena gets attacked by Brock Lesnar after eight years. This is the WrestleMania after The Rock beat Cena. So, yeah. 2013, this is after WrestleMania 29, Dolph Ziggler, which was probably the biggest pop I ever heard on a Monday Night Raw in the modern era, cashed in his money in the bank on Alberto Del Rio to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And one last example, 2014, this is after WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans, Paige debuted and beat AJ Lee for the Divas Championship. So she was actually a dual champion. She was already NXT Women's Champion, but she came up on Monday Night Raw and beat AJ Lee for the Divas title. Those are just a few absolute great moments that has happened the Raw after WrestleMania. And this WrestleMania was actually pretty good. Night 1 was good. Night 2 was good. We're going to have a review for it. Do not worry. We're going to get all into WrestleMania. But the thing is and here's the teeny tiny little bit complaint i have what the hell was that last night what the hell was that on monday night raw what was that i mean come on man what was that wwe just can't help themselves man they'll give us some good stuff they don't give us some bad stuff we'll take a step forward and then three or four steps back wrestlemania was actually pretty good wrestlemania 37 was good it was, overall, it was a good damn show. So I'm like, okay, so that means Monday Night Raw is gonna be, it's gonna be excellent. It's gonna be superb. What? No, no, no. We got no, no. We got some returns. Charlotte Flair returning. That's fine. We got um, the Viking Raiders returning. That's absolutely fantastic. That gives tag division more depth than it needs to be besides having a new day and her business beat each other up over and 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 over again. It doesn't make sense, man. I was looking forward to this. 
and I didn't even watch the show. And then I, I'm getting texts like you're gonna make a, you're gonna make a rant about Monday Night Raw. I'm like, dude, man, come on. The Raw after WrestleMania last year was better than this. So let me get this straight. So Bobby Lashley chokes out Drew in the middle of the ring, retains the world title, and now we're gonna have a match between. Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and Randy Orton. Drew McIntyre shouldn't even be, in all fairness, shouldn't even be near the world championship right now. I mean, why is he competing with Randy and and, Braun, who actually won the WrestleMania matches? Randy beat The Fiend. God almighty, that was odd. And then Braun beat, beat Shane in a cage match at WrestleMania. So they have legitimate arguments. I don't know about Braun, because, I mean, he beat up a McMahon, who really isn't a full-time. But you get the point. I'm not hopping off the Drew McIntyre band, like, the bandwagon yet. However, I'm I'm trying to find the exit just in case. Just in case. But, I mean, geez. So, now we're getting... And Drew McIntyre won the match! <laughs> So for the third time, because people forget these two had kind of a feud last year. So at WrestleMania Backlash, I can't believe that's a name for the damn pay-per-view. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre for, for the WWE Championship. No, so you could have gave this to somebody else. Make it a triple threat. Make it a Phil Foy. Do something. No. The dude that lost his Mania match is getting another shot, while the two that lo- actually won their Mania matches aren't getting are getting squat. It doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Speaking of the world, speaking of the, the WWE champion, he fought Riddle, who already lost kind of some kind of momentum at WrestleMania after losing the United States Championship to Sheamus, and who got, I mean, they beat the hell out of each other only to show up on Monday Night Raw to have Bobby Lashley beat the hell out of him. <sighs> I mean, yeah, you want your champion looking strong, your heel champion looking strong, but dude, it had to be Riddle. You have so many jobbers in the back and catering, not doing anything. Uh, Lucha House Party. Uh, shit. You could have, you could have, um, There's so many people in the like in the back that aren't doing anything. Like uh, Drew Gulak, uh, anybody. But the former United States champion just taking a beating like that. Oh come on! And then God, oh my! And then Charlotte coming back. That's fine. I don't have an issue with that. Charlotte coming back, cutting a promo. Ripping every, pretty much, she mentioned pretty much everyone and all the women on Raw and SmackDown name by name, and just ripping the fans for her being this good. Charlotte Flair is this good. She's supposed she's a heel that she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be like her dad, Ric Flair. She's so good and she's so cocky and she can actually back it up. There, it just makes you sick. That's fine, but killing and ruining a beautiful match, the match between Rhea and Oscar is actually better than the one they had in Mania, which is already pretty good. And then Charlotte just beats them both down, like, oh, and we're heading for a triple threat 
And, bro, like, if they get the title off of Rhea, because WWE just can't help themselves if your last name is Flair. Oh, <laughs> But, sheesh, man. And then, keep it, we're staying on a women for a sec. So, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are talking backstage to the, to the women's tag team champion, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, right? And so, for some odd reason, Shayna Baszler and Dana Brooke go off so Mandy Rose and Nia Jax can have a talk. Mandy Rose, who slipped and fell on her, slipped and fell, and Mania fell right on her ass on the ramp, on the entrance ramp, said that she didn't appreciate, that she's going to get over it. She's something she's going to overcome. Yeah, it was embarrassing. But sometimes there are things you just don't see coming. And Dana, and that means, then Dana jumps, helps Mandy jump her. Then we actually get a match, a non-title match. And then Nia slips on the apron, falls right on her ass. And then she gets so mad that she runs back in the ring. And Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, who are the baby faces, run out the ring and and take a count out. The baby faces ran away and took a count out. Who's booking this shit? I need to know. I need names. At the end of Monday Night Raw, I need to see credits so we can start holding motherfuckers responsible. We need to start holding people responsible. You're, every week, the Raw, I mean, I'm sorry, the women's tag division is looking like trash. It is. If Tamina and Natalia couldn't get the job done in Mania, who, damn it, who, who's going to do it? Who? Who? If it wasn't wasn't Tamina and Natty, it should have been the Riot Squad then. But, oh, God. Bro, it just does make sense. You have the baby faces run away. What? Why? 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 And then, speaking of, and then, so, also, something I just thought of. Sheamus won the United States Championship. AJ Styles and Omos won the Raw Tag Team Championships. They weren't even on the show! Your new champions weren't on the show! The Raw after Mania! Like, <laughs> where were they? AJ didn't. AJ took a beating for like the first like couple of minutes, but that's fine. He's been. In, I've seen AJ go through wor- much worse than that. Omos hardly took any punishment. He's seven foot three. The new day was just bouncing off him like bullets on Superman. Oh god! Like where? What were they doing on this episode? Like I need to know. I need. I need to. I've talked to several people. I was just trying to understand the thought process that was taking place because Vince, I'm not impressed. I, I'm not impressed at all. Like. I'm already irritated. They're changing the name to Backlash. WrestleMania Backlash was giving the impression that all the matches are going to be rematches. I don't want to see Bobby and Drew again. I don't want to see um, Roman and Daniel Bryan and um, uh, Roman Daniel Bryan Edge again. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing that because that was pretty damn good. But you get the point. You're giving the impression that there's, all this is going to be just rematches in some sh- way, shape, or form. And then, I'm glad the Viking Raiders are back. 
they're adding much needed depth to the tag team division on Monday Night Raw, which me personally, and a lot of people agree this, you need to just unify the Raw and SmackDown titles. You just have to. Yeah, SmackDown has a few more teams, but the tag division seems to be so fucking thin on Raw and SmackDown, but the but on NXT, they have more tag teams than both both of those shows combined. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up, especially for the women, too. <sighs> and then the Viking Raiders, their opponents, again, you could have got some other jobbers for this. But you use the Hurt Business, who have now lost all, Shoulder Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, all momentum and credibility right now. And then at the end of Monday Night Raw, after Drew won, MVP comes out and an, a distraction. And then T-Bar and I don't know who the other guys, uh, Slapjack or whatever his name is, from Retribution, who dished Ali last month, um, just comes out and just gives Drew McIntyre a double choke slam. So you took out Cedric Alexander and Shota Benjamin for two guys who were part of a stable, but not anymore. And they're still wearing the mask and shit. It doesn't make sense. Like, why did we break up the Hurt Business if we were going... Why did why remove Cedric and Shelton for these two? Like, I don't understand. It doesn't... No, it, it just doesn't make sense. This Raw was all over the place. And then Bray Wyatt coming back, not retaliating against Bliss. He's in the funhouse, just happy as can be. It's a new me. I'm born again. He even said something that actually made me chuckle. This fool said, uh, witches be wildin'. And I was like, man, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I can't believe he just said that. But it's a new me. We're born. I, I don't know, man. They, they've, I, we can't have nice things. You ruin the fiend. You ruin the hurt business. And then Alexa Bliss saying she has a friend named Lily and it's some little doll or whatever. And so now, and then Alexa Bliss saying she's stronger now because she took over the darkness from the fiend and now she has that darkness and it was just some just jabber and i'm just so is alexa not mike are you mike talk to me about this so alexa's not gonna fight the women anymore or uh or she's just gonna just use her powers on men now or, or what and then the thing that really, 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 really pissed me off about this Monday Night Raw was there's always some shocker. There's always some big reveal. There's always a big return. Like, the whole reason why everybody was getting upset about Bailey not having a match with because we all thought she was going to have something to do with returning, uh, the returning of Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch didn't return. Which, okay, that's fine. I got over that. But the thing is, nothing shocking happened. If you would have had... Brock Lesnar come back at the end of the show and attack Strowman, Orton, and McIntyre. I would, I, I would understand. If you would have Finn Balor come back from NXT, uh, I, I would, I would understand. Hell, he would have had Ronda Rousey on a Titantron just talking about the women's division and we giving like a warning or something. I, I, I would understand. But we got none of that. None of that. Alistair Black coming from a 10-month hiatus, I would understand. Keith Lee coming back after being gone for a number of months, I, I would understand that as well. But we got none of that. None of that. No big reveal, no shocker, no Becky, no nothing. Not even a title change. 
this Raw was so bad uh, for a number of reasons. And it's just the, the, the events that I talked about earlier was just like you would be so anxious and so excited to watch what would happen the Raw after May because you don't know who you would see. You don't know what would happen. You don't know who would lose their title, who would get their title. You just wouldn't know. But damn it, that was just... I didn't know it was going to be that, that bad. Like, two of your champions weren't there. Two of the main, two of the titles weren't even there. You had your main title guy fight first. And they were getting a rematch that the rivalry should, this this rivalry should end at Backlash. If Bobby beats Drew again, we need full steam ahead to Bobby and Lesnar or Bobby and... Shit, Keith Lee or something. That's not this, though. <sighs> that was terrible. That that was just awful. Like I, I, I couldn't believe I, I just I sat through that just now. And <sighs> NXT was pretty good, but God, I hope SmackDown was better than this. Jeez. But anyways, that's all I got. Terrible. Just oh, I'm so mad. I was. I can believe how mad I was after after finishing that. But yeah. Y'all, like, subscribe. This is Nick. Kick out of three. Peace.